Welcome to Glove Drop. What is going on, everyone? Woo! What a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday. Happy New Year's. <clears throat> okay, we are live. So, how's everybody New Year's going so far? Almost a day done. Did you guys start your New Year's resolution? Me? I don't believe in that whole New Year's resolution. Whenever you feel like something needs to change, <clears throat> change it now. I started about maybe a week and a half ago starting to do some major changing. And you know, maybe it was a, a New Year's resolution, but I had to do it beforehand. So, Tuesdays we're going to be our movie podcast. Uh, so, here's a little hidden fact about me. I'm obsessed and I love movies. And I mean the cheesy B-movies, the cult, cult classics, all of those. I love them. I watch every single Bruce Campbell movie ever made. And there's some pretty bad ones, but I love them all. So, I'm going to be watching movies during the week. Um, some new ones and some old ones. And yeah, we'll talk about them. And then if you guys have any comments or suggestions of movies for me to watch, leave them in the comments. I would love to hear you guys. I want this to be an interaction with you guys' audience, so... Whatever movies you think I should watch for me to talk about the following week, write them down. Um, I plan on watching every Tuesday. I plan on going to the theater and watching a brand new movie and then watching a couple on Netflix and then maybe a classic. You never know. I might go to the movie theater two or three times a week, but guaranteed every Tuesday. And then I'll come here after the movie and we'll be talking about it. So today's new movie is Bumblebee. Okay. Okay, so we're going to be talking about today the movie Bumblebee, Bird Box, The Mule, and I Am Vengeance. <laughs> okay, we got two movies that are in the theater. One is on Netflix. And the fourth, it was on Netflix also. Oh, two on Netflix, yeah. I guess this, yeah. Okay, let's get into I Am Vengeance. Woo-wee. Okay, wait, 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 wait. If you guys want amazing glassware, because it is legalized in Canada, folks, and a lot of states has it legalized also in USA, but Chameleon Glass is one of the best gla glass companies out there. Look at this coffee mug. Mm -mm -mm. And it is filled with mm, future crystal. Yes, that's Keef. So... Let's take a little drink 
Celebration to the movie podcast, people. Episode 99 of Glove Drop. January the 1st, 2019. (sighs) To new beginnings. Okay, now let's take a puff out of this bad boy so you guys can see this at work. Well, it doesn't seem like I'm getting nothing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There gotta be... Ha, ha, ha. Newbie Matt, there's a fucking... Clitch. Fuck. What do you feel like a newbie. Ha ha ha. Woo-wee. <coughs> Feel the tingling going <laughs> coming up my body there. <coughs> <coughs> That's awesome. Sweating like I just did a dab. <coughs> Hallelujah. <coughs> oh shit, that's awesome. You guys got to pick up your chameleon glass coffee mug today. Holy shit. It is amazing. (laughs) Fuck. One more. Light the joint and then let the reviews begin. Nothing like fucking sweating to start off a podcast. Ooh, this feels like I'm fucking taking a dab. Oh, fucking awesome. And I pulled out my glass tips. I was like, I have about maybe like 20 to 30 of these babies. Roar funky fill tips. So I was like, you know what? It is time to start using them. Woo wee! Oh, this year is fucking starting off with a bang. Hmm. So for you WWE fans, I am Vengeance, former WWE star Wyatt Barrett. Yeah, Wyatt Barrett. He's an English um, wrestler. And I am telling you guys, um, hmm, 
it was interesting because um, Stu Bennett is his real name. And it was interesting because I watched a movie with him starring in, a, in this movie, I Am Vengeance. And then Bumblebee, John Cena is a star in that. I'm telling you guys, I am Vengeance. Woo! Terrible. It is a B movie. Um, the acting? Oh. Give it like a two and a half, three. Um, so the storyline of it is... Um, he's an army guy, and one of his friends found some information about where he lives, and that gets him killed. His parents and himself. So his friend goes to his hometown, is on a mission to find out who killed him and get to, and get down to the bottom of it. Woo. Um. Yeah, man. Um. He was a great wrestler. Um. Acting. Woo. It was hard. It was just rough. Um. I I enjoyed it because. You know what I mean? It was so bad. It was good in a sense. Maybe you could say it like that. <laughs> I really had nothing to do. And um, yeah. My mother was down to visit. And we suggested. We watched that. And yeah. Just really bad acting. But it's a Netflix. So it ain't like we had to go to the theaters to pay anything. But yeah, I give that, I give that a two. Like, uh go back to wrestling. I wonder how his movie career is really doing. You know, there's no fucking way that you're like being able to do this forever, like to make a living off of acting, or if so. Woo-hoo. Or you know what? Maybe the English loved it because it was like, you know, going based more towards the English crowd, right? Everybody that was in England was pretty much English. Okay, let's skip this because, yeah, that was just a uh, movie. Okay, guys, and we're going to just stick with the Netflix. The Bird Box with Sandra Bullock. Woo-wee. Amazing. Holy crap, guys. Like, whew. At first, I watched the movie twice. The first time I watched it, I wasn't quite sure what I really felt. Um, I knew I liked it, but then I kind of didn't like it. Um, I don't want to give too much away to spoiler for you guys. Um, But it starts off. It breaks down the story of what's going on in a 48-hour 48 window of towards the last 48 hours of them before whatever happens at the end of the movie. Um, some type of disease that is going all around the world that if you look into the sun... It causes you to do suicide stuff. Um, so Sandra Bullock is pregnant in the beginning of the movie. And yeah, man. Um, they have to... She has to survive and bring up a child. 
and this type of world. And it was really, really 10 out of 10. Um, the first the first time I watched it, I would have probably gave it like, you know, maybe 8. But watching it twice, I liked it even more. I, I, I mean, I don't know what else to say, but it was just fucking like thrilling. Had your heart going and everything at some points. Um, I cried twice. Um, I was like very emotional in it. In the movie, they did a really good job on like tear, uh, tear jerking you. I always love that kind of movies. It's I, I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be a theater in like thirty to forty years. Um, it seems like a lot of the actress and actresses. Um, it seems like they're going towards Netflix, the big, the big ones. I mean, you know, look at Jim Carrey doing a lot with fucking Crave TV, um, Sandra Bullock, and, you know, Netflix. They have a lot that's coming up with Netflix-only stuff. So I want, I wonder, I'm wondering if this is really going to be the future um, and not having, you know, because to watch, you know, The Bird Box... I would go see what that in the theater, hundred percent. Like it was up there with all of them, like the bumble with Bumblebee, the mole, the mule. Sorry, so I mean, like to say thirteen dollars, sixteen dollars. I mean, hell, sign me up. So that's really you know, it's interesting to see how is the theater going to last against this comp- type of competition. Or, or you know what I mean? I remember when um, the interview was released, just on digital platform, and every all the the you know all the all the commotion it made for that, right? So, I wonder. And then comes out on DVD platform. But I don't, I think Netflix. I don't know. I, I think Netflix and, and Crave might be putting, you know, a change. Because look at even um, ESPN. They're focusing more on um, having the USC, UFC now on their um, online platform. Focusing on that more than having it on TV. <coughs> I think cable and television and that is... Um, I think that's going to be gone like the beta machine in 20 years. I think it's all going to be through the internet. A device, you know, you have your app and you can watch it on any single device that you log into. You don't have to just have it at your house type of thing, right? So, it's going to be interesting for movies. Uh, um, but yeah, the Bird Box, a must-see, guys. Got to see it. Um, it's a thriller, suspense, it'll make you cry, it has everything that a really great, great movie, like, needs, it's, ah, oh, gets your heart, guys, and another one, I got to see The Mule, Clint Eastwood, shit, <clears throat> he was my, da- one of my dad's favorites, my mom still loves him. He is just getting better and better 
as the age goes, I'm telling you, he's like he's like a fine wine. Mm-mm-mm. Mr. Wood, Clint Eastwood. Fantastic movie. Um, he uh, directed and produced it. Um, he didn't write it, but it has some really... It has some feelings like like it might have came from him. Oh, man. It was really... <clears throat> When you watch it, it makes you really, it makes you evaluate. It made me, and hopefully it would do the same. Made me evaluate my life, and as a man, I think that sometimes we're, and I'll use just how I feel, and hopefully this goes out just how you guys feel. But for me, <coughs> I feel like I want to work so hard, and and get so much accomplished. So my partner and nobody else has to worry about it. I want to put all the load. So it just seemed like in this movie, this individual, Clint Eastwood played, um, he wanted to take care of his family. He thought by working, by providing all of that, by having all the money, everything that they needed, that he was a good father, but because of that, he was never home. He was at work doing, you know, whatever the boss needed so he can get ahead. And um, it just made me evaluate my life a little bit. I was like, I remember when I opened up um, Dr. Green Thumb and for about four or five months, seven days a week, I didn't even see my kids. So I was like, huh. Just makes me made me evaluate. I thought it was a really great movie. Um, Clint Eastwood. Um, how can we say too much about giving it um the story away? He goes through some hard times. Um, as he gets older in life, and um, it seems like he's becoming a failure to um his family his wife and his daughter and his or his um his granddaughter seem like you know he he means the best and everything but he just can't keep up with um his words and what he wants to do and he promised his granddaughter that he was going to pay for the wedding and he just he got kicked out of his place so he couldn't even fucking afford his own rent so how he's going to afford that and <coughs> opportunity came where he can just drive just drive and not worried about anything. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. So he gets in that truck and he just drives and drives. And he realizes after every drop, the amount of money that gets dropped in his truck goes up more and more and more to where he's hauling million worth of fucking cocaine or heroin. Crazy. So, it was 10 out of 10. I cried in the theater watching it. I couldn't stop crying. I can't count how many times I cried. Um... It should be based on a true story. It felt like it was so real. 
Um, they didn't make anything too much um, dramatic and, and um, unreal feeling. Everything felt, it felt like it did happen or, you know, it really could happen. But um, he made you believe it. That movie was so unbelievable. Like, I'm talking about, like, the Million Dollar Baby. Unbelievable. Like, it was up there. Gonna be winning some awards for sure. Huh. I mean, yeah, guys. Have to, have to. Have to watch that, guys. Um, The Mule. It's in theaters now. Go out and watch it. Now... What I got to see, I got to see this with my mama. I've been a huge, huge, huge Transformer fan since I was a little, little baby. Since I was like five years old, four years old. And I'm telling you, I was really impressed. Um, Bumblebee, the movie, the beginning. They have a fight scene, and it was really cool when you're looking at the Transformers that they have fighting, and it's the ones that you can remember, like the one that's a stereo, that's a ghetto blaster, and he has a tape deck, and he pops a tape deck open, and a fucking tape shoots out, and then it turns into a Transformer. That gets me so excited, guys, to see that, to relive my childhood, and to be exactly exact on, not like you know bullshit. Like that didn't really happen. Like the like uh, Bumblebee when he's a Camaro, when he should be a fucking Volkswagen Bug. Come on, but I awesome movie, John <clears throat> John Cena. I truly believe, given the next two years, I say two, because. Right now, tonight, John Cena is on SmackDown, and then next week he's on Raw. So I'm curious to see what he's going to say. But I think John Cena will be out of wrestling and will be like The Rock, who will be just doing full-time movies. Holy shit, he did an amazing job, hands down. God damn, John Cena. Salute. You're the man. Tremendous wrestler. Did a phenomenal job for the business, for the company. And goddamn, you're doing really good for, for um, the movie industry. You're handsome. You're well-built. You're athletic. You have no drug problems. I mean, you are like, you know, a lot whiter. And they could put, wait, well, like The Rock, sorry. But his rapping... John Cena, his freestyling. We can't forget that. 205, 2005, 2004, or something around there. When he was fucking doing the 8-mile stuff freestyling. We cannot forget that because that guy is the man. Damn it. It was awesome. It was really good to see John Cena, you know, just do an amazing, awesome job in this movie. Um... I cannot wait to see the the future of this um, series. I wonder if they're going to be doing other um, other bots. Um, 
Another one that I used to love was Beast Wars. It was like, you know, a Cheetor. It was like a cheetah that was um, turned into a Transformer. Oh, excuse me. I think they can go really far with this. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was really great for an action-packed movie. Um, you have some scene where you're going to be laughing. Um, it, yeah, I give this a, you know, realistically, how do I feel? I'll give it an eight. There's a couple things that, you know, I think that is wrong. I, I like the original cartoon, right? So I don't believe it was a girl ever involved that found him. I believe it was a guy. So now I got to go check the research on that. But that kind of, you know. Um, I hate the whole Camaro thing. The Camaro thing, just stupid. Um, what else? I think that's about it. I think they could have made it. I think they rushed the storyline and put one more action. But I know it's a movie and they need action because, you know, okay, just make it like a love story type of thing with uh, Transformers. But yeah, 8 out of 10. And you definitely know there's going to be more of them. But it was interesting to see a movie with John Cena and how fucking amazing he is. And then see a movie with fucking, was it Stu Bennett? Why Barrett? Yes, yeah, Stu Bennett. But yeah, no, he was, he was pretty, pretty bad in that movie. I Am Vengeance. And Sandra Bullock for me, Bird Box. Damn. The actors in it and just <clears throat> woo, it's good. So, Bird Box, go watch it if you haven't on Netflix. Tell your friends it is amazing, and because of these kinds of movies and beautiful TV series type of series that are coming out, like The Ranch. Um, Orange is the New Black, stuff like that. I really think that television will be, you know, we'll be seeing the, we'll be seeing bye bye in 20 to 30 years, the television. And it'll be all through this online. Um, I Inventions, don't watch it. Garbage. I mean, if you want something to do, you know, but there's so many other good movies out there, but, you know, I give it a two. So the Bird Box, watch it. Amazing. The Mule, watch it. Oh, excuse me. It's worth the money. Go and um, purchase your ticket today and watch it. Um, yeah, 10 out of 10. And 8 out of 10 for trans um, for the Bumblebee movie. Transformer Bumblebee. Um, if you have kids, any kids at all, um, definitely is a must for your kids to watch it. Um reason I say that is um, it's, it's, it's history, guys. I mean, is what the Transformer legacy needs. Bumblebee is the funnest, and everybody loved him. Loved Bumblebee more than, um, than Ultimates a lot. So, your kids need to be 
needs to be that a part of that generation. <laughs> needs be. But yeah, I know. Great for the kids. And there. Yeah. I'm going to be watching Sherlock Holmes for next week. Cannot wait. And I think, I think I'm going to try to squeeze one more in besides Sherlock Holmes. So we'll see. The one there, um, what is it? The one from um, Harry Potter, the Wizards. It's been out for a while. That's still there, but we'll see. But for sure, Sherlock Holmes. Okay, guys. Love and peace. Tomorrow is Wednesday. We're going to be doing a cannabis, woohoo, cannabis podcast. So we're going to be talking about two new strains, what's going on in the legalization in Canada and around the world, and hell yeah, and one state in the USA is legalizing magic mushrooms. So all of that and more on tomorrow's podcast, go to glovedrop.ca to check out some beautiful t-shirts and sweaters, and... Chameleon Glass, guys. Go check out Chameleon Glass on their website online.com. Chameleon Glass. And yeah. Coffee mug with hash in it. Well, you got to put your own hash in coffee. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. This is another episode of Glove Drop. Happy New Year's. Hope you guys have a great 2019 and woo, let's kick ass and just do five podcasts a week and get our goals completed together. Fitness, laughter, woo, happiness, and love. Love and peace, guys. Take it easy. Club drop out. Peace in the Middle East. Fuck yeah.